but you don't learn until you do. And you're not going to learn by planning and by scrolling and by consuming. You're going to learn by doing and taking action. And that's what's going to help you build a thriving business one year, three years, five years down the road. Hi, I'm Olivia Austin, brand designer, strategist, business coach, and life enthusiast. I'm obsessed with helping people build a dream life and business that allows them to wake up every day doing what they love and make money doing it. Each episode, I'll take you behind the scenes on how to build an authentic brand, intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. So grab a coffee, open up your journal. This is Behind the Design Podcast. Hello, hello. Happy 2024. This is so exciting and I'm so happy to be here with you guys and yeah, just share another amazing year of being a business owner, a mom and life and all of those things and be your partner in helping you thrive in everyday life. So I'm so happy to be here. I'm seriously so excited. I've been mapping out these podcast episodes for you guys over the last few weeks of just like the New Year's and Christmas. We took some time off and it was really nice to feel pretty grounded going into the new year. Our, I definitely take like the, I don't, especially because January 1st was on a Monday this year. I definitely took like the whole first week of January to get organized and just organize my life and just take it very, very slow, which was really nice instead of being like, okay, I have to have everything on January 1st, good and ready to go because that's just not really realistic. If you're traveling for the holidays or you have a lot of family or Christmas and all of those things. And I'm sharing this because this is a theme that I want to really bring to attention in your life because I know for me, which I've shared many times before on the podcast, this is something that I'm continuously learning is that all or nothing mindset that this or that or perfect work-life balance. I've realized, especially over the last year, that that is just not a thing. And especially if you are a business owner and an entrepreneur and you're a multifaceted entrepreneur at that, there's going to be give and take and it looks more like harmony and integration versus a balancing act because i think so often we think that it you know it, we have to have it all and do it all and you know we have to have it all perfect and everything has to have an even playing field and that's just that's just not possible so that's actually what i wanted to talk about before diving into this episode what i do if i was starting my business from scratch which very excited about this topic when i asked you guys a few months ago what a topic that you would want to hear more about on the podcast this came up quite a few times so i'm super stoked to go through this because it also did give me a lot of reflection. I've been in business for over six years now. I started Current Design Studio, my first baby in 2017, which actually, if you've been around for longer than that, or uh, uh, since that conception, you know that I started out as Olivia Design and Company. So, so much has changed. I've learned so much, not about my, not just about business, but also just myself and discipline and 
all of those things over the last six and a half years. So I'm excited to dive into that. What I do if I was starting my business from scratch, and I'm really going to share things that I think I did well, things I didn't do well and things that I would change. And then just go through five steps of, yeah, like what exactly I would do. So if you're whether, and you can learn anything from this, whether you are in, you know, later on in business, you know, three plus years, or if you're just starting out, this episode is really just going through lessons and things that I've learned after building multiple thriving businesses and what I will continue to refine and change going forward. But before we dive into all that, I just want to really set the foundation for this year, for 2024. And if you listen to any of my goal setting episodes, which I'd highly recommend going back to listen to those last few episodes of 2023, because that is really how I'm deciding to approach 2024 is this is my year to live in my purpose. And I actually love Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose. And he, in the in one of his latest episodes, he talks about having an overarching year, you know, having an overarching like theme for the year. And he talks about whether it's a learning year or a thriving year or a building year. And this is my year of experimentation. And if you are a common listener of the podcast, you know that a really common theme that I've learned as going into motherhood and business and learning how to juggle both of those and, and really integrate those two things is this progress over perfection or taking action rather than planning. And so this year of experimentation is really going to look like creating a lot of content and really putting things out there and seeing what sticks, seeing what you guys like, and honestly, what I like too. So as I've created content over the last six and a half years, a lot of it has been business-based, which that is, has been my life. You know, I have poured everything. Like I feel almost like emotional saying this is I have poured everything into building the businesses that I have today. I have sacrificed. I have cried. I have trial done trials and errors. I have heard no more often than not more often than yes. And I poured everything into growing these businesses, but now over the last like one to two years, as, as I've started developing a personal brand and experimenting and sharing more of my life and behind the scenes, I really want to dive into that side of that more lifestyle entrepreneur and share not only how I've built these businesses, but how, yeah, the other things that I do day to day, like, you know, my wellness and biohacking and my schedule and productivity and other ways to not only help you build the business that you dream of, but also your life. And when it comes down to it, and this is what I share all the time is that you want to build a business around your dream life and not the other way around. And as I've approached as I'm approaching, the way that I'm approaching 2024 is life first. So a lot of my goals, actually a majority of my goals are life first. And with that, it comes with sharing and, you know, creating content. I just started a TikTok. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, we're experimenting there and, you know, starting to post different types of content on Instagram and having a blog and, you know, maybe having, I might start publishing two podcasts episodes a week, all of that kind of stuff. And I'm really just 
experimenting and seeing what I like, what you guys like, and what helps all of us thrive as a community. Because when it comes down to it, and I have this little thing in my jewelry box, it's a little note and it says, help people live their lives to the fullest. And that is my why, you know, that is the why behind my design studio. That is the why behind my mentorship program. That is the why behind the podcast. That's the why behind motive deck. That's the why behind any of the courses that I'm creating this year. That is my why. And the only way that I'm going to achieve that is by putting life first because I have to live in order to help you guys live. So all of that to say is that I'm committed to being your partner in helping you live your life to the fullest and build a business and life that you love, that you are obsessed with. And I'm not just talking about hitting goals and having a great, you know, month or having a great quarter. I'm talking about every single day. How can you constantly commit and recommit to yourself and to your why and your life and do all of those things that you need to do? So what to expect going forward on Behind the Design podcast in 2024 is a really good mix of business and life and wellness and just a well-rounded behind the scenes slash workshop style slash pep talks of how you can live your life to the fullest and not only be the best business owner and the best designer or creative of your craft, but be the best version of yourself as well. So I'm so excited to have you here. If you love the podcast and you want to share this with anyone, it goes further than you know. So I would love for you to like, share, share this episode with someone that you know that might find it helpful, that wants to start a business, that is kind of struggling in their business a little bit, that will not only help, you know, me and our community, but it will also help others. And that's the real impact that we're trying to make. So thank you so much for being here and let's dive into the episode. Okay, so like I said, we are going to go into five steps. I kind of broke them down into five steps or outlines, whatever you want to call it, or five topics of what I do if I was starting my business from scratch. And when I go into these five things, I'm going to share kind of things that I did well and things that I didn't do well along the way and just ways that I would redo it and different mistakes. And if you've been in business for a while and you're like, I'm not really sure if this podcast episode is good for me, it definitely is still really, really valuable because it could give you a chance to redefine or like look at things that have gone well in your business. And I definitely always encourage this. I think it's really easy as a business owner to just be like, okay, like whatever, we're done with that year. Like we tried that and like now we're done or we tried to offer that service and like it didn't work. But if you actually take time to reflect and look at things and how they, you know, what went well, what didn't go well, it will give you a really, really valuable lessons, you know, going forward. I heard this analogy one time that I thought was, I think I heard it on a podcast. I can't even tell you like what podcast episode I heard it on, but it was saying how, you know, doctors after a surgery, if a surgery went poorly, they all like meet in a room and there's a board meeting and they talk about what happened and what went well and what didn't go well. And obviously as creatives, like it's not life or death like that, but every profession, you know, we can learn something from that as in like, 
what by learning from lessons and mistakes. And typically that's where you'll learn more versus learning from, you know, just everything going perfect all the time. Okay. So number one, and okay. Also, before we dive in, these are in a sort of order. So this is what I would focus on first and then last, although these are like all very important and you can work on them in conjunction, but I would, these are definitely in order of priority with number one being the most important. So number one is offer one service and get really, really good at it. And I'm saying this because this was a huge mistake that I made in the first few years of my business is I, I mean, I guess it wasn't a mistake because I did get to hone in and figure out what I liked, but I think that I would have seen success quicker if I had just started on one service and got really, really good at it. And what I mean by like, Okay. So because a lot of designers listen to this podcast, I'm going to use this as an example, but I think that if you're a service-based entrepreneur or just an entrepreneur in general, you can definitely take nuggets from this. But I'm not saying that if you're a brand designer to a brand and web designer to only focus on brand and or website design. What I'm saying is I wouldn't start off the bat, you know, doing brand strategy and brand design and website design and graphic design and offering all of those things separately and saying that you do all of those things. What I'm saying is, and you, even if you can do all of those things, I would say make it known to the public and your potential clients that you have this one main main package offering. And I've said this so many times before, and I actually had a, a recent podcast episode that is about setting up your services. But it's, so if you, let's say you want to do brand and website design, make that your main package. Even when clients come to work with you, if they want to do social templates or business cards or miscellaneous things, that's great. And you could definitely still do that for them, but to the potential clients, you are known for brand and website design. So the mistake that I see a lot of entrepreneurs making, whether you're new or, you know, going forward is for brand design, you'll have three different options for website design. You'll have four different options or the ability to pick and choose. No just don't do that. It's just make a package of brand and website design. This is what you're known for and go forward. Another thing that I did was I tried to do too many things at once. So I wanted to do like a workshop and this, like, it's funny because it does all come in due time because now I am doing trainings and workshops and have a podcast and all of that. But I tried to start all of that at the same time when I didn't build, when I didn't focus on just one thing and really honing in my service and honing in that I was like known for brand and website design and, and like really building that foundation before going on to do all of those things. And it will take like a solid year, but if you're consistent and that's what you're you're building your credibility for and your authority because this will, this will all like come in, in tandem. will like all align with the other four things that I'm about to share with you. So having that one service is really important. And I think one thing that a lot of people focus too much on when they're first starting out is, 
niching down. And instead of worrying about niching and like a specific target audience and like all of that stuff, obviously you want to know who your target profile is, but there's no need to hone it down so much. It's really just getting good at one offer and, and like offering one service. So you become the expert in that and the go-to person. So I see that as a big mistake that people are making. That's a mistake that I made. I offered like way too many things. Like I, and what happens is you're not by offering too many things, you're not positioning yourself as an expert. So for example, like I would do social media graphics, I would do website, I would do logo without there being any process, without there being basically with the client telling me what they need versus me telling them as the expert what they need. So someone would come and they would like want social media graphics. And even though I knew that they needed branding, I would still do the social graphics when in hindsight, like looking back, I should have been like, okay, no, the entryway to working with us is through branding. And then we can can do social graphics. So I think just getting really good on one service and being known for one thing and really sticking to that and having that be your, you know, your marketing pitch on your website, on your portfolio, in your systems and processes and networking, that's what's going to build that authority and get your name out there so that you're then able to build and branch out from there. So setting up your service as well. And like I said, there is a podcast episode about how to set up your services. I believe it's podcast episode, episode 88. So I would go back and listen to that because it's super, super helpful. And that's basically how I set up my services as well as help my clients do as well. Okay. Number two is build your portfolio with ideal projects. So your portfolio does not need to be quantitative. So I see so many designers or creatives that have a portfolio that have all of the things. Like they have all these different types of projects to show that they have this variety of ability. And then when client, when potential clients come to them and they want a similar project of that, that's in their portfolio, but it's not an ideal project and you actually don't even want to work with them that is just showing that your portfolio is not what you want it to be. So you want to make your portfolio filled with ideal clients and projects that you actually want to work with. Even if you've done a hundred magazines and you've done a hundred like marketing collaterals or podcast designs, but that's, those are not the types of projects that you want to work with you want to work on or clients that you want to work on, don't post them in your portfolio. Your portfolio should be exactly filled with all of ideal client work. If it's not, then work on a conceptual project. And honestly, this was a huge thing that was a game changer for me and my business and pivoting to ideal clients that we love working with. So when I first started my business, I, Olivia Design and Co., I worked with anyone and everyone. And as I was saying, I was offering all of these different things. I was offering, you know, all these different services. And then, but once I had the chance to experiment and find out what I liked working on versus what I didn't and decided to really hone in on my niche and get really, and get known for brand and website design for coaches and wellness businesses, I scrapped my entire portfolio and only showcased the portfolio work of clients that I like loved working with 
And then I worked on conceptual projects. I wanted to work with a yoga studio. So I created a yoga studio conceptual project. I wanted to work with a business coach. So I created that. And really the point of your portfolio is you want client, potential clients to look at the portfolio and say, wow, they've worked with this type of client or they're, they have the capability to work on this project or this is the style that I really want. So I'm going to hire them for it. And you don't need to lie. It's not a lie. I think some people look at, think that conceptual projects are like basically like lying to clients. You can say conceptual project. I wanted to work with a brand like this. So I made a, made a design or a brand and a website based off of this vibe and aesthetic and this type of clientele that I really want to work with to showcase my capabilities and showcase what I'm able to do. So I think that's been lost. I Maybe I'm out of touch with, you know, starting out and not getting ideal clients because I have been in business for so long, but I have been talking to some people that are, you know, just starting out in business. And I've talked about conceptual projects and portfolio work and this, you know, I've, I've gotten some backlash. Although if you listen to, you know, I, I just believe that this is really, really important. And it's really valuable, especially if you're a designer or a photographer or a creative, that idea of niching down just, I mean, I might, I, I this might be an unpopular opinion and I'm not sure if I a hundred percent might back it up, but we don't need to niche down. Like we just don't because our aesthetic and our design style is the niche. You know, we like every designer can bring something new to the table. They can bring something different and unique and it's creative. It's coming out of your own mind. And if you're able to do that, that is your niche. Like someone comes to you for your specific design style. So building your portfolio with ideal projects and scrapping the other ones, because another really great way to build a thriving and successful business is through referrals and client retention. And I am always talking about this. You know, if you're constantly feeling like you're in a cycle of getting new clients, getting new clients, getting new clients, and you feel like you have to post on social in order to do that, then you're not building a network of ideal clients that will then refer other ideal clients. So if you are finding yourself, you know, working on projects or types of projects or types of clients that you don't love working with, you need to build your portfolio with those types of clients and then you will start attracting them. And yeah, so I'll actually go into like marketing and all that stuff, but that is number two. So setting up your services and then building your portfolio. And again, like it doesn't need to be a lot. It just could be, you know, five, four to five really strong projects that you made up or that you asked, reached out to someone and said like, Hey, I, you know, I made this brand based off of your business. I hope you like it. Or do you mind if I use it? There's different ways that you can be really creative about it. And yeah, just building your portfolio with ideal projects and getting rid of anything that doesn't align with the potential clients. Okay. And then number three is going all in on one marketing platform. So this is something that a mistake that I made it was, I was trying to do everything and all of the things at once when I think that if I had stuck to just one marketing platform like Instagram and then kind of trickled down from there, I would have seen more success or just wouldn't have been spreading my energy so thin. So that is definitely a mistake 
that I made. Although one thing that I did do well in marketing is that I really committed to consistency and showing up on Instagram. So since the conception of Current or even Olivia Design & Co, I have you know, really utilized Instagram and built a community and everything on there in addition to, you know, referrals and networking and all of those different, different ways. So the, these top three really matter because if you are known for one service and you have a unique portfolio, not even the unique, you have a portfolio that speaks to your ideal client and then you go all in on one marketing platform, speaking to that client, showcasing your work and just, you know, marketing and being consistent, then that is how you can consistently and start to build your business. And rather than what I see a lot is, you know, people start posting on Instagram and you're like, what do you do? (laughs) What services are you offering? Like, what do you do? And So that's why I'm saying like when you're starting a business and you're building that new foundation, you have to be so clear about what you do and who you serve. And that's where the services in your portfolio really stand. And then if you're able to go all in on one marketing platform and just consistently show up on there, telling people what you do, showing your work, then you're, we're, it's, Sounds very simple, but I do believe that we overcomplicate things. So if you're able to do those three things and just be really consistent about it, like nine months, 12 months down the road, you will reap the benefits. And I'm actually at the end of the episode going to go into some mindset things and just some other things that I think will be really valuable if you are starting your business or just like need kind of a refresh on like going back to business basics that I think will really help you. And one really good, especially with AI, oh my gosh, the amount of content that you can repurpose. So this is what I would do. This is like the marketing. And honestly, this is kind of what I still do. We just go all in on, you know, a few other things. But anyway, so going all in on one marketing platform, I would most likely go all in on Instagram. So if Instagram is, we're just going to use this as an example. And, and honestly, Instagram might not be the best platform. I would really think about where your ideal clients are, but I'm just going to use Instagram as an example, but think about where your ideal clients are like on a daily basis. Anywho. So start with Instagram and that's going to be like the hierarchy of your content. So you're creating content specifically for Instagram. Then from there, you can repurpose it and repurpose it with email and blogs. So you're taking your Instagram post and then you turn it into an email and a blog post and you can use chat GPT for this. Like so simple. You might have to like review some of it, but you'll take, you'll use chat GPT and you'll turn an Instagram post into an email and a blog post. And then you'll post that, you know, you could do one email or two emails a month, whatever you want to do. And then post say one to two blogs a month. Then you can create some Pinterest graphics and have the Pinterest graphics go to the blog and, or the website. So I would just choose that like sounds confusing, but you could literally create so much content in like 30 minutes just from one Instagram post. And if you are in the, you know, in the, you you do have the ability to pay a VA or a PA or 
pay someone to help you, that's something that they can help you with. But I think that when you're first starting out, doing it yourself is like the most valuable thing you could do because you get inside your own systems and processes and yeah, you just can help. Like you just know more in your business. And if you don't need to pay someone, then don't. Anyway, so that's what I would do. I would have like a hierarchy of content and then kind of go from there. So for us right now, at least for me, for by Olivia Austin, my business mentorship, all of the content, like the main content stems from the podcast. So like I really go all in on the podcast content. And then from there, it trickles down, it trickles down the line. So then we create, you know, an Instagram post or a few Instagram posts actually from the podcast episode. And then we create, you know, a blog post, which is posted on Pinterest and all of that stuff. So, but really like the hierarchy for us starts at the podcast and then it trickles down from there. And that is something that you can take like in any stage of business, but specifically in your first, if you're starting from scratch, that is something that I would do differently is instead of like trying to do all of the things, like I used to do Instagram and write a separate blog post and like write separate emails. Like why, why? It's just so silly. So going all in on one marketing platform, I think is the smart thing to do. Okay. Number four is systems and processes. So if you have been around for any amount of time, you know how important I talk about how important I think systems and processes are. And the reason that these are so important is because it sets you up as a professional and it really creates that boundary without it without it being like a real true brown boundary of freelancer versus business owner. So when your client experience is set up in a way where you show up as a professional, you are, you know, showing up as that you're the expert when your systems and processes, like from your onboarding or from your lead all the way to your offboarding is like really, really good and strong, then it's, not only makes a great client experience for that client, but it also can build client retention so they can come back for more. They can keep stay on for, you know, ongoing and it also increases referral rates. And this is why also like attracting ideal clients is important is because like you want them to stay on. So like one really good client, like we have this one client, I swear to God has brought us like 10 clients because they were just such an amazing client. They had such an amazing experience with us. They continue to have an amazing experience with us. And so they just keep bringing clients to work with us and their ideal clients. Like we love all of the referrals that they bring to us. So the systems and processes are not only, you know, important as a professional, but also can set up the boundary for you to be seen as the expert. And I always talk about this. So we have like the three pillars in business, right? Like, so we have marketing operations and finance in that order. And if your marketing is really good, but you send them into your operations and your operations are hot mess express, then your finances are not going to reflect that. And especially when you're first starting out and you are a solo entrepreneur and you were in the weeds and you are just like, you're figuring it out and you're building this business you as the CEO, it's so important for you to know those behind the scenes and know all of that in order to hire and create efficiency and do all of the things that you want to do. Like you have to have those systems and processes in place. Otherwise, 
in four years, if you've been doing things like that and like everything on your own and things are, you know, there is no system or process or SOPs in place and you do want to hire, it's going to be really, really hard to backtrack and do all those, those things. And this is one thing I think that I did really well in the beginning is I set up those systems and processes to be template, templatized. I don't know if that's even a word, but I did set them up in a way where it was repeated for every client. And when I did make my first hire, it was easy to extract, not easy, but I knew where to extract myself from the day to day or from the project in a way that I can delegate. And that made sense. And it was like still exactly what I would have done just with extra help. So having setting those systems and processes up first are is a great way to like one, figure out what works and what doesn't work. And as your business grows, these will change, but also two to help, you know, set you up as a professional and make your client experience super, super strong. Okay. And then number five is networking. And this is so, so, so important. And it's something that is truly lost in entrepreneurship these days, but it is literally the most valuable thing that I think you can do for your business. So if you have services set up, you have a portfolio, you feel confident about your systems and processes, you have an online presence of some sort, and then you go to networking events, you are guaranteed to build, to start to build connections that will last years, years. When I first started my business, I went to a networking event every single month, if not week, and I am still getting ideal clients from those those referrals and those people. Because if you go to a networking event and you say, hi, I'm Olivia. I own a brand and website design agency services. And then I make a connection with someone there. They look me up online. They see my portfolio, the types of work that I can do. They look at my marketing and they're like, oh, wow. Or look at my Instagram. They're like, okay, she's a legitimate business. Then they reach out to me and I have a way for them to contact and go through like this whole system and process. I am a professional. They want to invest in me. I am the expert. I can help them solve their problems. And true, genuine connection is the best way to grow and build the business. Like if you listen to any, any, like anyone out there that has successful businesses, it's all about the people that you meet, the circles that you're in. And if you can have everything set up from there, you, yeah, you will it, you will see the benefits and it's a long game. So going into like, I'm going to go into this in a second because I want to go over these five things first, but I'm going to go into like some mindset things that have to do with what I was just saying. But so these five things, like I said, are the top five things that I would focus on. To your surprise, I'm sure that brand and website design are not on there as, you know, an absolute must do. And I do not believe that brand new entrepreneurs need to invest in brand and website design. And the reason I say that is because the, our most successful clients have proof of concept. They know their ideal clients. They have been in the weeds and they're honing in their services and they're, they're doing lives, they're networking, they're building their portfolio. 
they are figuring out their systems and processes. And once they have that figured out and they come to us and they're investing 10, $15,000 into brand and website design, they are the ones that are going to see the biggest results. I think so often in new entrepreneurship, and this was something that I definitely fell into was thinking that other people were the experts or other people could tell me what I needed for my business when I really needed to learn my business first. I needed to learn what I was good at, my strengths, my weaknesses, what I liked, what I didn't like, the types of environments that I enjoyed working in. And the only way I was able to do that was investing in myself and learning and building. Once you have a serve and there's so many there's also so many options out there for people now like you definitely need a website but you can use you know purchase a website template like I definitely think buying a website template and investing like a thousand dollars or two into a template is very valuable but you don't necessarily right off the bat need to invest ten twenty thousand dollars into brand a website unless you're a brick and mortar or a product but that's beside the point we could talk about that. You can send me a DM if you want. But I I do think that having an online presence is important, but I don't think investing in brand and web. Once you have proof of concept and you're like, okay, I feel kind of cornered with what I have. I'm ready to share more. I want to have this on my website. I know my services. I know my ideal client. Then yes, it's time for brand and website design. So that would probably be like my number six. So if you have done all these five things, so if you have... Uh, like honed in on your service, built your portfolio, you have gone all in on one marketing platform, you have your systems and processes and you're starting to network, then it's time to invest in the brand and website design. Okay. So I want to just go into some mindset and just like, yeah, mindset things that I think will really help you in that will help building a business. And these are things that I've learned along the way and or are just has been my approach that I think works really, really well. So boots on the ground, like be hungry, be hungry. Like everyone's talking about like soft girl era. If everyone else is in their soft girl era, era get your hustle on because you are just going to blow past them. Be hungry and take action. You'll learn so much more by doing than planning. So if the people around you or you're seeing like soft girl era or like, I don't want to push myself, that's not how you're going to build a business. I'm sorry. Like you're just not. I'm not here for the hustle culture, but I'm also not here for the like just sitting back and letting life happen to you. Like if you want something, you have to go for it. And if you're not able to do that or you think that things are just going to come to you, that's just not how it's going to work. So going back to the networking thing is just being hungry and going after what you want and what you believe in and hustling in order to get it. And I think that's kind of been lost or people just want things to be easy. And yes, there's a time and place for things to be easy. But if you're starting a business and or building or you're wanting to pivot and just like thrive and like move forward and launch your goals, like you have to hustle and you have to just make things happen for yourself. What you do today will impact your business three, six, nine months, 12 months, two years, three years down the road. So you don't have time to waste to 
be to do nothing or to just like sit back and hope that things will happen. Taking action is the only way that things are going to get done, especially if you're building and launching a business off the ground. So taking action is like my first tip and doing things more than planning. Like you will just learn from trial and error. Don't worry about it being perfect. I look back at my old Instagram posts and it is so cringy. Even my old brands that I designed, I'm like, oh my God, please someone paid me for this. Like it's awful, but you don't learn until you do. And you're not going to learn by planning and by scrolling and by consuming. You're going to learn by doing and taking action. And that's what's going to help you build a thriving business one year, three years, five years down the road. So another thing is create more than you consume. And this is something that my mantra that's been the last like year, year and a half is just creating more than I consume. And what that means is like not scrolling through and having a like shiny object syndrome or imposter syndrome and being like, oh my gosh, why? can't I do that? Or that person is doing that. And I can't, that's, if you're seeing that when you're scrolling or consuming content, then stop doing that. (laughs) Just stop, stop looking at it. Stop worrying about it. Do staying in that mindset with like head down, knowing and connecting to your why and your purpose. Like I was talking about in the beginning of the episode, that's, what's going to get you one step closer to everything that you want to achieve. So just creating more than you consume and also consistency over everything. So consistency is the biggest mistake that I see any entrepreneur make. And whether you are new, whether you are seasoned is not being consistent. And I've said this quite a few times, other times on the podcast, like you are a product of what you do and what so many people. Okay. So the, your growth is on the other side of your comfort zone and people will be consistent, consistent, consistent. And then they'll be on the brink. They'll be on that line of a breakthrough and their brain is like, oh my gosh, no change is coming. This is going to happen. Ah, and then they retreat and then they stop. And if you can be consistent, if you can show up and be consistent on your services that you're offering and your marketing that you're doing and showing up for your portfolio and you are consistent no matter what, no no matter how many no's you hear, no matter how hard it is, no matter if you fall off, you hop back on. If you are consistent, you will prevail over yes, the soft girl era people, or just yourself and your past self and becoming the better version of you. So consistency over everything. I would say like that and taking action, I think they go hand in hand for sure. But those are the two most important things. You know, if you wake up one day and you're like, oh God, this week, like I was really bad at posting on social media and like marketing my business, but I'm just, I'm going to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Do not stop until you yeah, just don't stop until you feel like you've, you've quote unquote made it. Although in entrepreneurship, sometimes you just feel like you haven't made it ever because you're just like everything you just are keep being hungry. So, but that's like, that's a good thing. So, and then the last thing is don't overcomplicate. And this was definitely a, 
wouldn't say a mistake, but I would just think everything was so complicated because quote unquote, I wasn't a business person, but really things can be super simple. So like I was saying with, you know, the Instagram and then repurposing that content, let it be easy. Obviously be authentic and do things that like feel good and creative and are in your t- integrity, but let it be easy. It doesn't need to be overcomplicated. If you're like, wow, this is actually working really well. I can create an Instagram post, an email, a blog and Pinterest graphics all within like 45 minutes for the month, then who cares? Let it be easy. Don't overcomplicate it. I think so often we do overcomplicate things when they just don't need to be. Okay. I feel like that was so much. I talked for basically 45 minutes straight. I hope that you guys like this episode and are as excited for 2024 as I am. As always, if you feel like this episode would be helpful for any of your friends, family members, whoever, who are starting a business or are thinking about just need like a little business refresh, business basics, please you know share this episode with them. And if you're feeling inclined, like share or leave a review. That is always very, very appreciated over here. So I'm so excited for you for this year and I'm excited to be your partner in helping you build a business and life that you are obsessed with. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into Behind the Design Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Austin, designer, business mentor, and life enthusiast here to help you build your dream life and business. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, leave a review, and share. And don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at byoliviaaustin. I would love to hear from you. Head to byoliviaaustin.com for free trainings, business resources, courses, and other ways to work with me. I will see you in the next episode.